Hi everyone, it's Roger and James here from the What's On Disney Plus podcast. In this week's episode, we're going to be talking all about, well, loads of different things. We're going to be talking about Onward. We're going to be talking about the India uh, Disney Plus release being delayed. We're going to be talking about the European streaming quality. We're going to be talking about the European launch and the Coco special and a load of other things, including the lineup for April for Disney Plus. But before we go into any of that, we should jump into some housekeeping. So just first off, we'd like to thank all of the Patreons, including Andrew, Giuseppe, Julie, and what's on Netflix for their support in keeping the, um, the podcast going, especially now with everything going on. This is a massive support to know that the podcast is being supported and can at least be completely financially independent from everything else going on. Um, on that same note, this will probably be, might be the last time you're going to see me in this location because um, I'm pretty much now having to go into quarantine as well. So uh, this flag will no longer be behind me and stuff for a while. So that will be a different location for next week. Um, so, yeah, so we're going to get into that. There is obviously quite a lot of news this week that are related to the virus. Um, so we're going to be trying to keep it upbeat and talking about the positives um, and some of the things that are going on about that. So, yeah, so let's jump into some of the interesting things. So let's talk off first off some of the big Disney Plus news. So a huge news yesterday. I mean, this news was just amazing. Um, this completely caught everybody off guard was Disney announced that Onward, the new Pixar movie that only got released in cinemas literally, what, like four weeks ago? It's gonna be, yeah, it was, it's available to buy as of now on digital platforms such as uh, Movies Anywhere and digital platforms. And it's going to be coming to Disney Plus in America on April the 3rd. Don't yet know about what's going on internationally in terms of where it will be, such as Canada, Australia, or in Europe at that point. We do know it's just going to be in the US. But I would suspect that they would probably do this as well. But who knows with Disney? Everything's up in the air. As I say right now, the rule book is not only is tossed in the bin and been set on fire. There is no rules at the minute with regards to anything in life. Um, everything we know is no longer working and everything is just strange. But this was a massive, massive. I mean, everyone is on the Facebook group was just completely in just like what? My only problem with this is it's now setting up a really, really unreasonable expectations. The expectations now for Disney Plus have just gone through the roof. The minute this was announced, everything else was then kind of like, well, what about this? And what about that? And what about this? And like, well, guys, just give them a minute. <laughs> We're going to have to treat this as a special yeah. uh, situation. Black Widow, um, you yeah. know, all the other movies that are holding out Milan, they're not going to get this treatment. The, the reason this happened was because the movie had already come out yeah. and was bombing terribly through no fault of the movie's own. Mm. Uh, and it's like someone at Disney or multiple people at Disney were just sitting around a table going, what is the way we can salvage this? We can't salvage it mon monetarily. It, it's going to be a bomb no matter how you cut it. We might as well get good press out of it. And it's kind of funny because I was actually talking with my coworkers mm. uh, several days before this announcement. I was like, oh, have you seen Onward? No, I, I can't. And now all the theaters are closed. Can't see it. Well, okay, so if I was in Disney's situation, I would be releasing it digitally and throwing it on Disney+. Plus. Give it a, a little bit of time so yeah. it doesn't conflict with Frozen. Let, let the kids yeah. kind of get Frozen on loop for a while and then put it out there. And a couple days later, it was like, eh, called it right there. Well, I, I figured it was going to be released early. I, re I realized mm -hmm. it was be I knew that I thought the digital release would be coming soon because essentially Onward 
was in that bit. It should have been in theaters for about another two months, just collecting money as people go and see it slowly, because that's what happens with movies. Because that whole income is gone, so therefore, to release it digitally would make more sense because at least it's going to, um, even as a premium rental or whatever, just to kind of keep the money rolling in. I, but and I figure that could speed up Disney Plus maybe three months after that, because that would maybe make a good June movie or something like that. And um, the idea that they're putting it on there now, it does make a lot of sense because the movie is suffering from the concept that everyone's got this thing of, it's the worst performing Pixar movie of all time and it's not doing very well. And all it's like, it's, you know, it's like, well, this movie really got a bad stick because it released pretty much, I mean, no one was really going to theaters just before anyway. Um, we still had one theater open, but as of now, we, um, all the cinemas have been closed down in the UK today. Um, but I mean, I, I came back off vacation and I wanted to go see Onward and then we had the, you know, people were off near me with it. And I thought, I'm not going to the cinema with kids in there that have been to the school that have got an issue. So I am a prime example of someone that missed us that first week and then decided not to go because of the issues going on. And now that whole thing's gone. I would have rented it, I'll be honest. Um, I'm not going to bother now for the sake of a week. It's not really worth the, the, the hassle. But yeah, I mean, it's massive news. The thing is, everyone needs to remember, it's like, like, where's Rise of Skywalker? Where's Maleficent and all the rest of it is, remember, they're still going to have to keep people subscribed in May and June and July and August. And so if they give everything away too early, they're going to cause a problem for themselves. Onward is big enough to me for April. That's a big movie. One movie a month is a good enough thing. And we'll talk about the, the April lineup, um, which some people looked at as very weak. I looked at it as April looked like a really good lineup to me. Onward just caps that off as being a very, very solid month now, um, which we might as well jump into in a minute anyway. But um, yeah, so just onward. I think this is just great news. I, I mean, the, the behind the scenes news isn't yeah. great. The reason yeah. this is happening isn't great. But yeah, for, for subscribers, uh, it's great news. It is the only way, the only possible way Disney could have salvaged this at all, um, which is unfortunate. I will say, I think it was smart of them to do the, the rental and then the Disney Plus, and not just for spacing reasons. So you and I, uh, we're just going to wait. No big yeah. deal. Um, but for, for family units, so my boss was yeah. actually talking about this. He, he's got two kids. They're in the f- five to nine-ish range, yeah. somewhere in there. For them, they rent the movie. It's twenty bucks. That is still exponentially cheaper yeah. than they would have gone to the theater. Because you know, if I go to the theater, I'm paying for the ticket. I'm not buying food. I'm not buying drinks. Uh, maybe a bottle of water. That's about it. I, I'm a, and I'm going to matinee times seven to ten dollars. But my boss with his two kids and his wife, easy a hundred dollars. Yeah. Uh, popcorn, pizza, whatever. So for them, it's like twenty bucks. This is a bargain we can well, watch this, this. it's yeah. funny it's funny you say that because the same thing has been there was there's been a lot of conversation in the group this week and about like what universal and warner brothers are doing with their premium rentals because they're like the new tr- trolls movie is going to be like 20 dollars premium rental and there's this massive a load of people going well i'm not paying that much i'm not it's that's ridiculous price and there's a whole load of people that are parents going wow that's a really good price because that's so much cheaper than it would cost me to go to cinema and I, you know, there's, there's that line, I think, you know, yeah, for me, I go to the cinema normally and it's five quid and I watch it. I sit at home and rent it and it's £4.50, £5.50. So it's, 
more expensive for me to do that than go to the cinema. If, but then if my wife goes, it's more expensive, so on. But for me, it's just like I get to see Onward in just over in about two weeks' time, and I don't have to pay for it. Um, I've not seen it. I mean, I do think that day is rather cool now because I've got free movies that day to watch. Um, that weekend's great for me. I've got plenty of time now. So it's just like... <laughs> I think you'll, you'll be talking about them. At this point, I'm still working, even yeah. though I'm, I'm work yeah. from home, but yeah. I'm, I'm working. Uh, so I'll be watching Onward and then yeah. I'll probably check the other ones out later <laughs> in the week. But yeah. because of our recording schedule, that, that won't yeah. leave much room. No, uh, um, yeah, I've been going to... Yeah, it's, I think this is a great news. I think this is one of those situations where Onward is forever going to be and going to have an asterisk next to it um, about how this was the movie that literally was the last blockbuster before um, it all went wrong. And forever it will be at the bottom of the list of the box office, but there'll always be that little asterisk that will be down next to it going, due to this, this is what happened. Um, and ultimately, it's, like I said right now, that movie is no, lo- is no longer generating any money. That movie is now dead. They're not making, you think of it like with every other Disney movie out right now, they're making money through sales, rentals, or Disney Plus, or through Netflix or whatever system they've got. Onward is literally just sat there in basically in purgatory, just with making no money whatsoever. And it's the only, yeah, Mulan and Black Widow, I am expecting them to push them back to when all this is over because they're both billion dollar movies. People go, well, why don't they do something with it? And it's like, well, they can't because that they would, Onward's already lost its money. They, that's gone now. Whereas Mulan and Black Widow, they are going to have to hold it back. I don't think it's going to be straight away. I think they're going to have to hold it back a little bit longer after it. There was rumors, I think, in China that they want to release like all the Avengers movies, like in the cinemas first. I'm going to re-release them there to kind of boost up the Chinese cinema to get, I think, to kind of start getting people going again. They don't want to go straight into releasing brand new movies. They want to kind of build it up a little bit with old releases. Yeah, when you're dealing with this kind of market where you're, you're, you're now at an unknown quantity, uh, you kind of have to remind people how to do it. Because it's but let's ignore China for a yeah, second. Yeah. Here in the States or over in the UK, um, depending on how long this goes on, mm. we'll be in a situation that we talked about last week where a lot of these theaters are going to go out of business, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, not just them, a lot of businesses are going to go mm. out of business. But uh, it will fundamentally change how we view movies. The expectation mm. of getting them on demand very quickly after theatrical releases, if not at the same time. Yeah. Uh, streaming services very shortly after that. People aren't going to want to go to the to the theaters anymore, the ones that still exist. And they're going to have to do something like this that, that China's talking about where they like, you know what? Uh, we're going to show all the Avengers movies. We're going to show all the star Wars movies, uh, three bucks a ticket and, you know, um, buffet style food, something like I, I'm making stuff yeah. up. I, I obviously don't make the policy, yeah. but they, they're going to have to do something like that. They're going to have to do drastic things to get people back in the seats. Well, I mean, my our government here in the UK have literally said yesterday that they are expecting to do social distancing for at least a year. It might be right through to spring 2021. So you've got to think that that's going to impact the, the cinema releases for a long time. This is not just going to be done and dusted by June and everyone gets back to normal and you can have a nice July summer blockbuster. You know, if they do, if that carries on and they don't want us and they said that they might be bringing in and bringing out social distancing and isolation and 
you know, if there's a suddenly everyone starts exploding up again, they might have to shut everything down again. I mean, we just don't know what's going on. And cinema is, you know, they are going to have to, this whole thing of like Universal and Disney and stuff are trying out with these different platforms. They are going to have to do that. They are, people are going to be spending differently. So people are not going to have the money. Their streaming platforms are going to be the only thing really kind of generating money for them. And there is that thing of like six pound a month for Disney Plus is going to be better for Disney to have that regularly than nothing. So we, I, who knows, we could get to July and August and we don't know what's, and the things are still slowing down and they do turn around and go, okay, Mulan's coming out digitally because, and at cinemas and it'll be coming to Disney Plus and, you know, we don't, because they are going to have to change the model because this isn't going away anytime soon. And the whole system we've got is just in bits. And but Disney have got to salvage it. The other problem as well is, and this is the thing I need to, need to remind people of, filming, because Disney've only got so many movies in the can, so they can't release everything in April and May because everyone's at home. Because there's going to be nobody left, nothing left for us in July and August to keep going. So they are going to have to stretch those things out a little bit. Um, and ultimately that's one of the, the issues going forward i mean i know like a lot of tv series have started you know they're shutting down i mean some of the late night talk show hosts are now going to be skyping and doing their shows from their iphones and i do love the fact now that mainstream media is now doing what we do in the same way i turned on tv and it's like i go yeah they're using they're doing this tv in the same way that we do it because we don't have big production sets and we have to do it from our homes with webcams and software and stuff and they're definitely doing the exact same thing and it looks the same <laughs> it's not worse <laughs> in some cases it does look worse because they don't have the experience they're used to having all the, the best toys yeah. which is great but when uh we're using stuff that we picked up at uh, best buy or your local yeah. big box store and in out of the box they they aren't uh calibrated right. for no. what we use them for and you, and you it takes several yeah. shows to, to figure out how to get them to work properly. And it's funny because you've got these hardcore professional videographers and whatnot trying to make, you know, Logitech 920 uh, yeah. <laughs> webcams. Uh, and granted, when they get it up to speed, they will yeah. be better quality than because yeah. they are professionals. But it, it's that first tweaking that, yeah. that really screws with them. But no, so let's move on from onward. Let's talk now, um, we talked about it then was what's going to be coming up in April. Um, we've got the full official list. Now, things might change a little bit depending on your region, especially once Europe kicks in. So we're going to have to see how this goes with, with all of that. Um, so just going to run through the list as fast as I can. Um, April the 1st, we've got Dr. Doolittle, Frank and Weenie, The Last Song, Mars Needs Mums, The Odd Life of Timothy Green, and Prom. Most of them are legacy titles that are um, in the US. A lot of other countries have got them already. Um, yeah, uh, from there we go on to April the 3rd. We're going to be getting Onward. We're going to be getting a ton of classic Disney shorts, um, which is great. A lot of people are looking forward to them. Getting things like Fishhook, seasons one to three. Sonny with a Chance, seasons one to three. A lot of people have been asking for that movie, for that TV series ever since Disney Plus launched. I'm so glad that that message is going to be disappearing. Um, it won't disappear. It'll take a little while for the knowledge to get out there. Yeah, you know it, I, 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 I suddenly with a chance. It's one of those ones of I'm asked daily, multiple times a day, and I've, I've been honest, I've never seen the show. Um, we're also getting um, the straight story, which I think is um, 
uh, classic movie. There's also The Boy Who Talked to Badgers, a very old movie. Nice to see that they're kind of really delving into the back catalogue a bit with them. Um, we're also getting Disney Nature's Penguins. So this was released in cinema's last Earth Day. Um, I'm looking forward to this one because they didn't release it in cinemas over here. Um, so I, it's, it's pretty much brand new. So I've been waiting for it to arrive. Um, there's also going to be a making of documentary to go along with it that will be a Disney Plus original called uh, Life on the Edge, Penguins Behind the Scenes. Have you seen Penguins? I have not seen Penguins, uh, the show, but I, mm. I do love Penguins in general. So this is on yeah. my list of things to watch. So that's um, the legacy titles for them. We're also getting um, Diving with Dolphins, a new Disney nature movie as well, which is going to be um, with Natalie Portman doing the voice. This one was originally released in France a few years ago with Blue. And then they kind of, it was going to be called Dolphins. And then they pulled it from cinemas releases just before it was supposed to come out and made it into a Disney Plus original. And there's also a behind the scenes documentary diving yeah. dolphins yeah just just to be clear the the show is called dolphin reef diving yeah. with dolphins is the behind the scenes documentary yeah a lot of dolphins a lot um, of dolphins so again Nothing two, wrong with that. two big disney nature movies coming on that day um uh, also we're going to be getting onward on that day as well couple of other quick notes as well if you are at home and you're looking for something to entertain the kids and keep them kind of uh, giving some educational, Occupied. yeah, keeping some <laughs> educational things. If you go onto the website at the minute or onto the official Disney Nature's website, there are educational pamphlets full of activities and like an educator's guide from like the grades, I think, like for, for about a four, a four year old grade upwards. Um, I don't know, grades two to four, I think it might be for you guys in the US. Um, it's full of questions, full of activity books. You can print them off. There will be, there are. Um, some available as well for Dolphin Reef and also Penguins. So I'm going to be putting them up on the website and reminding people of them when the movie comes out to kind of a lot of people are obviously at home homeschooling. So watch the movie and then you can do those activities with the kids and stuff. So if you are looking for some educational value for Disney Plus, and they're also on some of the old Disney nature movies as well. Um, I think that's really good. I think, um, you know, at the minute, kids are going to need to have some kind of stimulus and so watch this and then do the activity pack. That would be a really good thing for them. I just thought I'd mention that one there and then. Um, new episodes of The Clone Wars. Uh, the final episode of Disney Family Tales Wedding will be dropping the same day. Shop Class, also Be Our Chef, and I would assume Disney Insider. Um, I want to bring that one up. Disney Insider was not listed on any of the uh, listings for May, or sorry, for April. Um, they did launch yesterday. We'll talk about that one later. But I am wondering if they haven't put the information about what about what each episode is, because I'm I'm guessing they're doing some last minute editing to move out words along the lines of Black Widow will be hitting cinemas in May, <laughs> you know. And yeah, you gotta think they're gonna have to do a little bit of editing on some of them for what they've had. Yeah. Um... I think that a trailer dropped this past week for like Artemis Fowl yeah. or something like that. And it's like in theaters May 23rd or 30th or something like that. I'm like, yeah, that's probably not true, but I wouldn't be at all surprised if Artemis Fowl becomes released digitally and then Disney plus very soon, because that movie looks like that was going to be a box office mess anyway, but 
the fan the the fans of the books are not happy with what they've seen and the people who haven't read the books like us are like the heck is going on here i have no <laughs> so, idea what's going on so i wouldn't be at all surprised if that's something that's going to become like down the line moving on from there we have um the following week april the 10th we have um life below zero season 14 paradise island season one i couldn't find any information on what that one was that was a bit of an odd one uh, new series of playtime with puppy dog tap playtime with puppy dog pals season one uh running with bear grill season five and tut's treasures hidden secrets now that bear grill show is one that i do want to watch i think that's the one with one of the episodes is brie larson and a few other bits and pieces so that's definitely going on my watch list uh, um, I've got quite a lot of documentaries that I want to catch up on over the next um, few months. Um, and then also the new special, A Celebration of Music from Coco, which is an uh, inside look at the musical production of Coco, a live-to-film concert experience, which was performed at the Hollywood Bowl back in November. I'm just going to briefly touch on that one now while we're on it. Um, it's got a number of different people, including Benjamin Bratt, um, Eva Longaria, we've also got um, Jamie Callum, Alex Gonzalez, and a whole host of other people in there. And it's like a live performance of Coco with all the music. Um, it's going to be a Disney Plus original. And yeah, I think this, I thought that was a really good announcement, really, to have that one on there. Yeah, uh, not like a super major announcement, but it's still new content. And it's content that I think a lot of people will enjoy. Uh, Coco was a really good movie and it had some really good songs in it. I really loved Coco um, and also I love the music in it. And I'm going to be checking this one out. I would have checked it out even. even. That's like I, when I sort of thought, oh, that'll be quite a good kind of thing you can put on and just nice experience. And I think we'll see a lot more of this stuff happening, not necessarily straight away, but I think you're going to start seeing lots of these events taking place in at the Hollywood Bowl and another place like that. And then they can kind of go, we can turn this into like a Disney Plus exclusive you know, the tickets alone would of the event would probably pay for the event, and then Disney Plus on top. You know, I think we'll. St- I think if this goes down well and they get some good stuff out of it, we'll see a lot more of this going on in the future. And not even um, new content uh, from a technical perspective, mm. but back catalog items. So yeah. they've done a lot of live shows or pre-recorded shows in the past. You know, they could do. Um, Disney on Ice show, one of the pre-recorded yeah. shows from way back when, uh, you know, pre-Frozen or whatever, or a current show that they can do Peter Pan productions. They can do uh, recordings of any of their Broadway shows. Uh, they've, they've got a whole bunch of things that they could tap into here if they really yeah. wanted to. Uh, and you know what? It's it's like you said, it's content. Mm. Moving on from there, on the same day, April the 10th, we've got new episodes of Star Wars, The Clone Wars, Disney Family Sundays, Shop Class, One Day at Disney, and Be Our Chef, and probably also Disney Insider. Sunday, April 12th, new season of season three of PJ Masks. Um, that'll be good for my uh, nephew. Um, following week, Friday, April 17th, we have got Brain Games season eight, which I think is a brand new one that is just airing on, uh, I think, I'm not sure, it must be Brain Games... I'm pretty sure I saw it under the uh, the new tab this week. Um, yeah, I'm just checking. It's the it's the newest one. Um, yeah, though no, that is the one right now. Where you've got like people like Rebel Wilson, Jack Black, um, Ted Danson, a whole host of people that's literally airing right now on um, National Geographic. So I'm looking forward to this because I've seen the clips coming up on the YouTube National Geographic channel. So that's going to be one I'm. 
I think it's been like rebooted because I did try this the first episode of the original season that's also on Disney Plus, and it looks like a completely different format, different host, and all the rest of it. So that's a good one. Um, let's stick together. Mickey and Roaster Racers, Nutty Tales, Pluto's Purchase, and 16th season of The Incredible Dr. Poe. Um, so some nice, National Geographic is dropping some nice big shows on here. For me, I'm looking at this going now going, well, actually, there's been about four different seasons of stuff that I would like to watch. So that's good. More episodes of The Clone Wars, the finale of Shop Class, One Day at Disney, Disney Family Sundays, Be Our Chef, which is a new show starting next week. Sunday, April 19th, Just Roll With It, season one. This is like an improv show for the Disney Channel, which should be good. Monday, April 20th, Secrets of the Zoo, Tampa, season one. Um, I watched the, the London Zoo version. Um, I've been watching that for years. So I might check that one out, see what the difference is, because I've not seen the newer version. Have you seen Secrets of the Zoo? Uh, no, this is a new one to me. I... Yeah. I I get the idea from the name, but I yeah. haven't heard of this prior to this announcement. Yeah, no, I, I, it's I like I said, I've been watching the the, one, the London Zoo version of this one, and that's kind of cool. Then we got Fury Files, which is a series of shorts with um, like about the superheroes, a little animated shorts from the Marvel side, and then Jane Goodall, The Hope, which is uh, I think supposed to be quite a good documentary from National Geographic. I think um, they've been pushing that one pretty hard. Yeah, uh, I've seen ads for it. Don't know when that one's actually airing. Um, I'm just seeing. Oh, it literally it doesn't. That only comes on uh, tomorrow. I think it's literally it's coming to. I'm just seeing where it's. It's a two-hour special, and it is coming. I th yeah, I think it is literally coming like to National Geographic like the next couple of days, and so that will be about right a month later. Which That's yeah, bad. That's a pretty it's, good turnaround time for. For I uh, wish, uh, Nat yeah. Geo. Yeah, Nat, Nat Geo seems to be doing that. About a month after it finishes airing, it comes to Disney Plus, but they seem to have shorter seasons. I think I do think Disney Channel are going to have to do something with, uh, similar to this a bit better. Speaking of that, uh, Thursday, April 23rd, we get the third season of Rapunzel's Tangled Adventure. And then on April 24th, seasons 12 to 19 and seasons 23 of America's Funniest Home Videos, a lot of content there, some interesting content, like some ABC stuff, really random seasons. <laughs> there, there's got to be some licensing issues involved there because I know America's Funniest Home Videos has bounced between networks. So yeah. it, it might not have been uh, an ABC or, or Disney production at the time, or it might have had a different host who didn't sign off on licensing rights. I don't know. Kind of speculating. Um, man, I can't believe that show's still on, honestly. I remember watching it with Bob Saget back in the day. Yes, yeah, I've I've never seen um, America's Family. Uh, I mean, um, that makes sense. It, it yeah. wouldn't air much outside, but it for anyone who hasn't seen it, it's basically YouTube before YouTube with yeah. Bob Saget or, or whoever the current. Um, well, the current uh, guy is um, Carlton from. Uh, oh, that's right, right, yeah. yes, right. So I'm just looking here now because actually there are 31 seasons of the show. That's so crazy. seasons, what seasons were? Um, that looks like they're, they're Tom Bergen. Tom? Yeah, that's that sounds right. He was the host for quite some time there too. Yeah, that, he was he was the um, one from seasons eleven through to twenty five. So that would cover his era. So that was like they were in the noughties, those ones. Um, because the Bob Saget ones go back to um nineteen ninety. They might not have had the 
um, writes to them. But oh yeah, here we go. Uh, yeah, some of them were Fox, some of them were ABC, there was some on CBC. But yeah, so it looks like we're getting a lot from the Tom the Tom era. But I think this is good. I think that's a good, solid um, entry. I think it'd be nice to kind of maybe expand out with the new seasons and stuff, but can't complain. Man in Space, Mars Beyond, and the Olympic Elk, which I think are all, I when I went through and had a look, these are all like space documentaries from the 1950s that Disney made. I th- instantly thought that you would like these. <laughs> I've seen Man in Space. Um, the other ones are are new to me. <laughs> it's it's going to be interesting to see what people think of this. It, it is very old. It is very dated. They're talking about um, things that we are all very familiar with now um, as hypotheticals. That, yeah. You know, they're talking about when we put people into space or can we put people into yeah. space? Can we put satellites into space? They hadn't even launched Explorer or yeah. but Sputnik at that point. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the science is going to be very outdated. Granted, I'm, I'm doing this yeah. off of memory from like yeah. 15 years ago. But I'm going to watch it just for the fun. Just it, it, It's fun to see documentaries of stuff that hadn't happened yet, but has yeah. happened now to yeah. see what the expectations were and how wrong they were. Because it, it's always wrong. Yeah. You know, it, it, there are things you can't account for. But it, it's, it's fun. I, it's going to be a very niche audience. But at the same time, you know what? It, it costs them virtually nothing to have it up there. So Well, this is the thing. It. I mean, um, Bob Iger did say that um, the – an event last week that basically he, they are having to digitize and bring them up to quality for today's television because I think a lot of people just think they grab the old, D, the old VHSS and touch and tap it onto the Disney Plus to get it on there I think <laughs> it's, like, it's like yeah they are having to go back through I think we are going to see a massive explosion in library content over the next year on Disney Plus because I cannot help but think that while everybody is working from home and they're not producing anything, the only thing they've got is that back catalog to fill out Disney Plus to f- cover in the gaps. So I think we're going to see a lot more library content dropping onto Disney Plus now that the the production on everything is stopped or on a pause. What are you going to fill Disney Plus up with with July? You start doing it now on all the, you know. You, go into the into the, the vault and grab some tapes and start converting them while they've got the time, you know, to do that. I can't help but think that's going to be happening. Okay, so I, I looked this up on Wikipedia just to be sure. And assuming this is the right yeah. um, episode of it, mm. this show, uh, Man in Space, was shown to President Eisenhower and the rocket experts at the Pentagon to bring them up to speed on what they expected the space race to look like. And the Soviets even requested a copy because they wanted to see what the expectations were. <laughs> That's the kind of documentary we're talking yeah. about here. Yeah. Uh, to go back to what you were talking yeah. about though, I agree. We're going to have a lot of um, remastered uh, mm-hmm. kind of stuff popping in because it already exists. All they need is mm-hmm. someone to go in and, and clean it up, make it, fit for modern broadcast and i'm talking quality wise yeah. not content wise and that's they, they've got a whole bunch of people with nothing to do at the moment yeah so it makes sense to do that moving on from there just to remind uh, april 20th sorry april the 24th new episodes of the clone wars disney family sundays one day at disney be our chef and then finally on thursday april 30th national treasure will be coming to the u.s as well so that's already available elsewhere great movie Definitely check that one out. I love that movie. I really, 
uh, that that movie for me was the thing of when I went to Washington DC and stole and went to the museums and saw the state of independence, I did turn to the person I was with and went, Do you remember this from in, from this is the thing from the National Treasure? <laughs> this is what they've stolen. I've no idea what it is. <laughs> And I'm sure the security guard was just like, oh, jeez, not another one of you guys. Yeah, well, we, we, it's like, it's just one of those things. We don't get taught much about it. It's not really massive, not really massive yeah, important. You? you know, that's our divorce bill, you know? It's, it's like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, but it, it's like us learning about the Magna Carta or something like yeah. that. Yeah, we, we know the name. We've heard yeah. of it. We might know some of the details around it, but... Yeah. i know the name that's yeah. the extent yeah of it. so that that's it so i i that's to me was like it just, it just brings me back to that washington um thing it's like going up the oblix to the top you know that's like it was just always oh, the top of a tower and i can see the city from up there and no idea what it is <laughs> and that's how i know you're not american is because you called it an obelisk which no american would do <laughs> what is it because most and no it's just called the washington monument all right <laughs> yeah, we, <laughs> To be honest, I don't think most Americans would understand if you you uh, called it an obelisk. Not that they don't know what an obelisk is, but yeah. we just don't think of it that way. No, yeah, it was. It's I thought it was just that thing, isn't it? Of a different wording sometimes does catch us out. So, yeah, so that was April's lineup. I think that's a very. It's funny because a lot of people were like, "Oh, it's a bit weak," because there's a lot of people going, "There's no Marvel or Star Wars." Like, yeah, the, the you know the Mandalorian season two is not dropping. And Mandal, you know, people are going. Why don't they release Martin, a Falcon and the Winter Soldier? Because they're not finished filming it yet. They can't. <laughs> so if they're still going to fill up the, all Disney Plus in the winter. They haven't finished filming these shows yet. So I thought that looked a really good, quite quite a quality lineup. I think it was the National Geographic stuff for me that felt like the big, the, the better content for me as an adult. And I think actually a lot of parents are probably going to be looking at that too. If if we're still in a uh, yeah. situation in april where they're going to be looking at uh i've got to find something for these kids to do you can normally trust national geographics documentaries to to be entertaining and informative so it's an it'll i think a lot of parents are going to appreciate having these suckers up there. i do think as well i think with all this stuff going on i do think like maybe jumping into something like brain games or some of these documentaries um to keep just you can't you're gonna have to keep your kids entertained with something educational you know just can't do cartoons and mindless stuff they need something and it's like right you're doing this or you know if you can do some fact sheets and stuff on it and do some maybe questions after it and just you know people are all gonna have to be like teaching kids differently and documentaries are going to be a, a great way of you maybe you know if you don't know about it you can then learn about it while watching it and then you can pass that on and go right okay well what about this and you know, this is a whole new world for people and i do think national geographic content is going to be a great one especially if you can do that like i said those disney start with those disney nature ones with those fact sheets you know there is six seven movies all with fact sheets that's a week's worth of you know two weeks worth of just tv and stuff alone just to kind of if you did one a week that would see you right through you know two months nearly that's you know it's just great ideas really of just ideas really and people parent i know a lot of parents are just scratching around trying to come up with ideas of what to do um with homeschooling and all the rest of it um so that's important to note i think the first homeschooling lesson for you will be um math on counting how many months that will take get you through um (laughs) the other thing about this i think a lot of people especially if we get into mid-april and and there's no end in sight I think a lot of people are going to be appreciating teachers a whole lot more. 
Well, I think they're definitely going to be getting that because I mean, I know they're going to be doing a lot of online coursework and um, mm. setting out syllabus because I mean, they've we pretty much our schools are out now until maybe September. They've already kind of you know university. My my university has said that everybody's out till at least September, and the Scottish Prime Minister or Scottish um, First Minister has said that she's not expecting anyone back until before the kids' holidays. So we're talking. I mean, the UK and stuff. We're looking at right through for months there's no they they finished school they were sent home yesterday and they're not going back until the new year you know until september you know that's just just ridiculous my wife got home from work from the from the hospital and i said schools are finished till possibly september she was like what i said yeah i said it's just ridiculous it's just yeah who knows <laughs> it's, just, uh, it's just drastic incredible. times drastic measures yeah. Yeah, anyway, so, anyway uh, moving on from there. So that was the um, April lineup. So I'm just going to jump into a little bit there on the European side of things for the launch. Um, so again, to do with this current situation, the European Union's commissioner has asked streaming services to help in trying to keep the network up and running um, because obviously a lot of people are at home streaming. Um, Disney Plus is set to launch next week. Um, literally, we're a few days away from the European launch. And so Netflix, Amazon Prime, and YouTube have already agreed to this, and they have reduced the streaming quality down by 25% to try and lower down how much bandwidth is being used to try and basically just keep the internet rolling good in the um, Europe. It's only going to be like a 30-day. I mean, it might extend during this situation, but with Spain, Italy, and France, and now some of the UK now in lockdown, and Switzerland, and there's a whole host of different countries all going out into lockdowns, they need to preserve the internet to make sure everyone can stay home and watch stuff, and having stuff maybe in 4K, high definition. I don't necessarily think that he wants everyone to go down to standard definition. I think Netflix and YouTube can kind of tweak the algorithm to kind of make the compression a bit tighter but they we may not be getting 4k for disney plus i'm gathering that might be an issue i wouldn't be at all surprised if they do something disney plus are in a maybe in a different situation might be a bit harder for them to do that because there's not as quite as well established but i would suspect disney plus might do something like that and they might have to maybe forego the 4k version to kind of please the european union government right now and makes a lot of sense because we don't want the internet falling down and nobody can access anything you know it's like everything would you rather watch something at 720 or 720p rather than not watching it at all you know and the most of the uk providers have been saying that there's no issue with the internet and all the rest of it and it should and we are more than able to keep everything going but if you've got everybody sat at home and the internet goes down that's going to be that's when the rioting is going to start yeah, the, the only thing that's really kept us from true anarchy at this point is is the internet. And that's not, uh, that's really not that much hyperbole. No. Um, so I know it's kind of like a weird thing of read reactions. There's a lot of like, obviously Europeans going, I understand what's going on, fine, it doesn't matter. Um, I watched Netflix and Standard Definition. It was like, I don't need the extra bucks and I don't, I don't tend to buy stuff in the 4K. It looks nice, but I'm not willing to pay extra for it. Standard Definition is fine. Um, I don't see that as a, if, that, if, that, if that's the worst that's going to happen. Obviously, some people are like, well, we, they should give us 25% off. Like, no, it's like, it's, it's like, you kind of sit there and sometimes go, no, you, it's like, it doesn't work like that. <laughs> it's a, you can't turn around and go, it's like, it's being done so you can keep watching because if you don't do it, everyone's going to get turned off. 
Um, you don't, I mean, I know America's got an entirely different system over there. It's not, it's very, very different. Um, but who knows? I mean, this could end up happening across, across the globe as just, just to trying to help with the internet, keeping it running. Yeah. And it's good of the, the content providers to do that. It, it really does fall on the backbone companies though, the ISPs yeah. uh, to get that stuff working, but every little bit helps. And mm-hmm. honestly, yeah, the, the, Helps them, the, the, sorry, the, the bandwidth difference between, say, 720 and, and 480, which would be yeah. the DVD quality, yeah. isn't that high. So I suspect they'll stick to the 720 yeah. uh, pretty tight, in, unless there is a very serious problem, uh, think, in which case yeah. we'll have bigger things to worry about. Yeah, I think it's more about just trying to make – they can do more compression. But also, as well as it might help like YouTube and Netflix and Amazon and Disney and that stuff, because their servers are going to get, get whacked. Um, with so many people going, I mean, I know, you know, networks have been struggling, Facebook, Xbox, PlayStation, they've all been struggling a little bit under the weight of how many people are accessing their services right now. Yeah, the, the, the real winner right now is Amazon AWS services, because they have got to be raking it in with people turning on new servers to keep up with the yeah. demand. Yeah, so that's, that's it. Um, going on from there with the European um, side of things with the launch. Um, obviously, it's launching on Tuesday in the UK. Um, it's also launching in Ireland and France, Germany, Italy, Spain, Austria, and Switzerland on March 24th. Can't wait to finally fire up the app on my PlayStation and Xbox without having to go through the things. However, I'm not entirely happy because Disney have confirmed I was sent an email from one of the PR people over in the UK. Um, so it's come specifically from Disney. Um, it's going to launch with 26 episodes of the original series and movies that are exclusively on the service. In most cases, the Disney Plus original ser- um, series will have one episode available at launch with new episodes releasing weekly available at 8 a.m. There are going to be some exceptions. For example, with The Mandalorian, there will be two episodes available at the beginning. And with The Clone Wars, there will be two episodes available with two episodes being released each week until... Um, basically the 17th of April when they will catch up with the US. So this is basically meaning now that the Europe is going to be getting like a different release schedule. And I don't know how this is going to work each Friday in terms of what's going to be happening because the, at the minute up till now, all five countries that have Disney plus all get everything on the same day with regards to the originals and everybody else. And they, the library content is always a bit hit and miss without Europe are going to be getting things even differently. I mean, Will we get Disney Insider on the same day? Who knows? Like, Be Our Chef will be fine because it's going to be launching afterwards, so it'll be on par with um, America. But then we're going to have this situation of, like, with Shock Class. I mean, we're going to... Are they going to be, like, five episodes behind and when the new... You know, eventually, it will all fill in by the end. You know, we'll get to that point where everything catches up. But... I was a little bit disappointed with this because it looks a little bit along the lines of we're trying to keep Europe paying for our service for the next three months while you're all stuck at home and we don't want you kind of been watching the whole lot in your seven-day trial. And also the fact that you've already made us wait five months and now you're doing it. For me, it's a bit awkward because now it means I'm still going to have to use the old system for a few weeks and for a few months until everything catches up. But it just seems a little bit like I understand it for the Mandalorian but with the Imagineering project and Jeff Goldblum, does it really matter if they're all available or not? It, I don't know. It seems a, I can see why they're doing it, but the, we're going to be getting like 20, 
20 episodes a week of new content. So there's going to be plenty for, of people to watch. Yeah, I, I have no idea how they're going to pull this one off in any way that makes any form of sense. I'm sure there's a method to the madness, but... <laughs> yeah, I mean, the only good thing is within about, two to three, within about two to three months, everything will be on par with the US and then we'll just be getting everything at the same time. I think it's by the looks of it, it's just it's just a way of stretching out those subscriptions for the, like they did with the US. Now I understand the idea of well the Americans and everybody else had to deal with this, so you should do too. But it's like, but it's weird. The Mandalorian is like so many people have already streamed the Mandalorian. I mean, I was the amount of adverts on television right now for the European launch um, coming up. It's like the Mandalorian, and I'm going. And I just turned my live one. They're like, like brand new series started. I watched. I thought I've been watching this five months ago. It doesn't. It's like all my mates have already streamed it. <laughs> this is like, yeah, okay. But I understand why they're doing it. But I do question some of them of like things like shop class. Why not just let us catch up to day and date? You know, because we're halfway through the season, or you know, do that so we can catch up with those ones. I don't know. It's things like I mean, things like Encore and High School Musical and Diary of a Future President. You know, there's going to be a long stretch of content coming for at least three months. So that is at least maybe something if you've had no concept of what's going on with it. Yeah, the, it, that's the crux of it, I suppose. It's like, okay, we, we want to make it so that there's content week to week to week and, and you guys will have new stuff every single week. And it's like, there's already going to be new stuff every week. You don't, yeah. need to, you don't need to artificially spread out stuff that, you know, people like you who've got the VPN yeah. set up working have already seen it. Yeah. Uh, other people who have seen... Uh, alternative means yeah. to see yeah. it. They've already ah. seen it. Yeah, that kind of alternative <laughs> means. I think I think people figured that yeah. one out. Uh, that that leaves only the people who didn't know about it in the first place, yeah. uh, which really isn't going to be much of your target audience anyway, because Star Wars fans knew about it. Uh, and even if you were just a casual fan, you might not have seen ads for it, yeah. but you definitely heard other Star Wars fans going, "Oh, Baby Yoda and yeah. and Mandalorian and and." I mean, the chances of being spoiler-free for four for four months. But by the time the episodes hit in May, I mean, it's like five months. I mean, hopefully, we're not going to have this problem for very long. But it just feels a little bit like, you know, Diary of the Future President and High School Music. I can see maybe why they stretched them out a little bit. But things like the Imagineering story, it's like, might as well just drop that all at once and just have it there. Because, but. I'm just assuming they just do not want people dropping in for that seven seven days and being gone seven days later. Um, there is an offer right now. I mean, you can get £10 off or €10 Euros off if you do it before Tuesday. So if you are going to be doing the year option, do it. Obviously, if you're thinking now, obviously money, then do it month to month. But maybe if you're thinking, actually, I am going to be home for the next three to four months, I might as well, I'm going to get my use out of it. That's the way. Um, also, just a quick note as well. Uh, if you are a Disney Life subscriber in the uk and ireland that's shutting down in april so there's only about a month left of that platform before that completely shuts down you will not be automatically transferred onto disney plus you need to take out a new subscription um for disney plus if you are a disney life subscriber so just a quick note there i did actually went in a few weeks ago and cancelled my my direct deb or my cancelled my account because literally it was closing down i think like yesterday so I'd have been some, some, another month's credit from like a few days ago, right through to the end of the, pl- I was like, no, I don't need it. I might as well just cancel the cancel it because I'm not going to run it. But just a quick note there. Right. Also, with regards to more international news, 
The launch of India's Disney Plus was set to come later this month. However, again, due to the current climate, they have said that they are briefly uh, delay pausing the rollout of Disney Plus primarily because the it was supposed to be launching in conjunction with the Indian Premier League of Cricket. But because of that season being delayed, that they've revised to a new date. No official date for when that's coming yet. But obviously, because Disney in India are doing a whole different thing, they've already got this service called Hot Star, which has got like 300 million users a month. And they're going to like rebrand Hot Star, Disney Plus, and merge it all in together. Um, so that was a bit of a kind of... It's a, it's a blow for them, but maybe with the European launch, the amount of people doing it, and also India, I think, are going into lockdown as well. They're doing trial lockdowns. They, maybe they're worried about the same problem, again, of everyone logging in at the wrong time. It's just not going to work. Yeah, with the population density of India, I'm kind of surprised they haven't been in lockdown already, to be honest. Mm, but yeah. um, getting back onto the to the part that interests us, I suppose, uh, since they do already have hot star, I don't think it's too much of a priority for them to, to get Disney plus out there. So, um, if they're going to delay somewhere, might as well be there. And, uh, they're really not going to feel too much of the impact. It'll be interesting to see if they put some of the Disney plus originals onto heart, hot star directly though. Yeah. No, I think I'll probably just hold off by the looks of it, but, um, the app is actually updated because I did actually download, the Hotstar app onto my phone and the icon and everything, all the coloring is identical to literally you start fire it up and it literally just looks like Disney plus there, you know, that the logo and everything has already been updated though. It's got a lot of different content once you're in there, but um, it is actually kind of interesting to see how they're going to do this um, with Hotstar. Um, moving on from there, um, a couple of last quick things really. Um, Ahsoka Tano is set to start in the new Mandalorian season two, according to Slash Film, and it's been then picked up by Variety and the things, etc., to kind of confirm it. Luke Cage star uh, Rosario Dawson is going to be playing the role, and she's been known. This has been kind of someone that people have been wanting her to play this for a while. So yeah, it looks like she's coming to the uh, live action screen, which makes sense since Dave Filoni is the creator, co-creator of her. Of her and kind of has done a whole story for the animated series. Kind of makes sense for him to kind of maybe direct or kind of bring her to the screen for the first time. Yeah, and I think it's a good choice for Ahsoka. I'm I'm generally not a big fan of the current direction of everybody knows everybody in the Star yeah. Wars universe, and and you know we'll find out somewhere along the line that Ahsoka somehow knew uh, Darth Revan or something like that. But yeah. This one makes sense, at least, because the Mandalorian is going to be out there looking for some somebody who can help him take care of this Force-sensitive baby Yoda. Yeah. And Ahsoka is one of the only uh, characters out there. Now, obviously, you can't do Luke Skywalker because uh, yeah. for some reason they just don't want to tell that story. So Ahsoka's yeah. the obvious choice, and she's a fan favorite. And even if she's only in like an episode of the Mandalorian, at least setting the precedent of who the actress would be to play her sets her up to show her, up elsewhere. Uh, yeah. Set her up for her own Disney plus show. Doesn't it? It's quite nicely. I'd, I'd be fine with that. Honestly. Um, you there? No, there is no chance that they are not thinking of using her as a, as this is a launch pad to give her her own series. There is, I mean, yeah. And, and Rosario Dawson is already a decent sized actress yeah. on her own. She, she's yeah. got a reputation. She was in, uh, a lot of the Defenders stuff on yeah. Netflix. Uh, she has her own yeah. career outside of that. She's done voices for a lot of the DC animated movies. 
yeah, it, it's not like they're like, oh, we're just going to put an unknown actress out there. And if it works out, we can build something. No, this is like we have a name actress in a role that people want to see. This will absolutely come back again. Now, I, yeah. I will say I hope that uh, any potential live action Ahsoka story is not the completion of the Ezra story. Yeah. Um, I, I'd like to see that on its own. I'd like to see it in basically yeah. the same style as Rebels. Well, they are doing a, and apparently there are, is an animated series going on um, that's already been in production and stuff um, that was probably going to be something along those lines. Uh, it was, I think it's supposed to be Ahsoka and Sabine kind of doing that whole thing. So, and again, those kind of shows in some ways will be all right, a little bit, a lot better during this current crisis because the animated series and all the rest of it can generally that can be done from home and from locations and remote work because it's a lot easier for them to do that um you know they can still send all you know send someone around with all the equipment around to somebody's house and do the do the voiceover and all the rest it's a lot easier to kind of or bring them into the studio and keep them separate and you know that kind of work is going to be a lot easier so to keep them going but I think it's good. I definitely think this is going to be a launch pad because they've already said about doing Mandalorian spin-offs. This one would be prime, prime thing. And also being older as well, it would be a bit easier for to go after the adult audience rather than it be like a, a teenage version of her. Right. Uh, and the one question left for me is, uh, will we see Ahsoka by herself or are Sabine and or Hera going to pop in here at some point? Because um, even without the whole, you know, Sabine, the further adventures of mm. Sabine and, and Ahsoka that you were just talking about. We already know they're pretty tight knit. Uh, Sabine has her own connections to the Dark Saber and and the Mandalorians. Yeah. Of course, she is a Mandalorian. Uh, it would make sense to bring her in. I mean, it'll be a it would be a bit of a style clash with her whole artsy side and the you know the bright purple and orange armor. But she would be, but, but she would be a lot older now, wouldn't she? Because uh, Rebels is set before um, a New Hope. So this is set after Return of the Jedi. So she would be more older. So they could kind of maybe tone it down a little bit. They could. Uh, we do have a very brief glimpse of her post-Return of the Jedi um, at the end of the Rebels series because she's doing the, the voiceover monologue yeah. explaining what happened. Um, and I think we see her armor and it is a more muted version yeah. of what she normally wears. They could, they could come up with all yeah. sorts of excuses to have her go to a more well, traditional style. I mean, Ghost was the ghost in the end scene of Rise of Skywalker? It was. I think it was or, yeah. or at at the very least the same model, but I have to assume it was the ghost. Um I would be amazed if Sabine was still floating around at that point. It's more likely it's Hera's kid uh yeah. piloting. Yeah. It's so yeah, so there's lots of lots of fun stuff. It's nice to kind of see some kind of bits and pieces coming out there. But I think generally as a whole, there's been kind of quite a nice bit of I really wasn't sure what was going to happen. This, like, with everything going on, of like, how you know, was we going to like, kind of everything just going to kind of slow down and stop? But obviously, Disney have kind of sort of stockpiled TV shows and movies and things like that. Anyway, I think as well there was the issue of going on with the writers' strike set to take place in May, so they've been stockpiling stuff up, and. We're just going to have to see. We're probably going to start seeing some very different kind of shows and movies arriving on Disney Plus in the winter because that's when it's going to hit. It's a production now of what they're going to do because how long this is going to go on for and how, you know, we are going to see some different kind of content. I think smaller content, you know, maybe not quite such big budget stuff. You know, they are going to be planning right now and scratching around, trying to get together the best content they can 
we're trying to not use people on in massive amount of people in massive locations and trying to do stuff from home they can't set you know it depends how long america and stuff are on lockdown for that's the real question and we don't know um that there is no answer for that i know that's unsatisfactory i want to know i want to be like all right this will be done at the end of april just got to get to the end of april but can't say that we we have no idea how long this is going to go no well i mean i think i think there's that kind of thing of i think because obviously like our government have been very much about the fact of trying to fight it for the next 12 to weeks but they've also said it might go on longer and telling advising people that it will be going on to the end of these measures will probably be in place to the end of the year and that we need to get used to social distancing becoming the norm and it's that kind of difference of like they're going to have to start making changes to how because they eventually they're all going to start running out of content and they're going to have to come up with new ways of you know maybe like with filming and stuff where you only get like two or three people together of the people that are they start filming smarter you know maybe you only have minimum amount of people filming you know that one particular scene rather there will there's gonna be no massive scenes with massive numbers of extras there'll be no extras in any any scene or something like that you know and Some, yeah. Somewhere in his Skywalker ranch, George Lucas is going, this is what I created all my technology for. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's, it's going to be one of those strange things. I mean, I'm hoping Disney plus have got enough to keep us going for the formidable future, but they've also got to be filming and getting ready for the next wave of stuff. And I'm sure there's going to be a massive explosion of content. I mean, this is just going to delay everything. I mean, we, you know, all the Marvel shows, all the Star Wars shows, all the live action stuff, everything is now essentially on hold. And there's no point sitting there going, it's set to come to Disney Plus in January 2021. Well, that could be pushed back. Everything is just going to get pushed back. Luckily, Disney have got a massive archive to bring stuff to Disney Plus. They've got that massive National Geographic stuff. They're probably going to go diving into anything from ABC and Freeform. And they're going to use this period, I think, as a crutch because not only are they going to have to do it now, they're going to have to do it in the winter as well of using using all this to keep subscribers happy. And I think we're going to see a, a massive amount more of library content because it's the only thing that they've got in their, you know, their back catalogue you know, it's like, right, we need content, right? Digitalize stuff, get it going, do it at home, take these files home and sort it out. And you just can see that that's got to be a plan, isn't it? It's got to be part of the plan, at least. And it's probably a big portion of it. But there are two silver linings to this. One, you've got a whole bunch of writers who are stuck at home with nothing to do but write, yeah. uh, which we've seen in writer strikes in the mm -hmm. past generally results in some very interesting movies and shows coming out of yeah. that. So that's one, one silver lining. The other silver lining is that uh, truly creative people, both mm. um, art, writing, music, you know, all of it, all the creative stuff. When you put extreme restrictions on them, like you're seeing yeah. here, uh, extreme roadblocks and, and ways, sure, a lot of them are going to uh, buckle under it and not, yeah. not be able to produce stuff but the really, really good ones are going to shine and we are going to see some crazy artistic stuff coming out in the next year as people develop ways of continuing to do what they do in these circumstances and with extremely limited resources. Yeah, I also think as well as I do wonder if this might change up how company, how like filming and stuff is done forever in terms of, you know, they might be along the lines of, right, we can never go back to 100% what we did before because 
this problem is might happen again or we need to start making sure we've got alternative systems um maybe the concept of having large extras might that might never come back you know we just don't know and you know filming in front of green screens by themselves and you know because that whole thing as well you get someone go into a studio they come in no contact with somebody you know there's somebody in there filming them the director and stuff inside little booths and stuff like they do with sound recordings and you know there, there is going to be big changes and maybe a lot more like personal vlogging systems and you know the technology is at home now where you know people can talk and we might not start seeing like interviews and you know just changing up what's going on because that could be a whole new series of just send two guys around to somebody you know to somebody's house and doing a sit down interview with them you know that's a series that doesn't need a massive amount of people and doesn't read and that could that could be something that they could do but there's they, you know they're going to be working out ways of trying to create content there's no way they just all sat on their hands at the minute no and that's what i was talking about with the the writers you know yeah they they might sit around for a little bit and be like this is great I, i'm I've got some freedom to you know catch up on some movies or video games yeah. or whatever, but ultimately they're going to be going, Nope. Uh, I've got a whole bunch of time. I've got basically carte blanche to do whatever the heck I want. Mm-hmm. Let's crank out some stories and see what sticks. And yeah. that that'll be, I, I'm using writers as an example, yeah. but that's going to cover the entire creative spectrum. Well, I know it's like with the writers and stuff, they've been doing that. They've been carrying on doing their like writers things through like zoom and through Skype and having their meetings of like, like they've been planning as normal they can the writers rooms are still carrying on just doing it um sort of virtually but yeah there's gonna be a massive lot of changes i think going on with terms of how content's coming you know projects that maybe can be done from home maybe will be escalated and given more power and people flip from job to job um don't know it's going to be definitely interesting to see where they are but this is going to be something that's going to affect for years this is not just going to you know everything that's going on right now is changing all the movies they've got in the can they are you know they might get to a point in you know they, are they going to hold on to mulan for a year they could do i mean they've held on to new mutants for seven so why, <laughs> why not why not keep hold of it for another t- that is coming out digitally at some point in the summer now isn't it new mutants you've got to imagine it it's about the only way they can get good press out of the new mutants unless it turns out to be an amazing movie but i think we all agree the chances of that are pretty low but then them just going hey look you know you don't have to go to the theaters uh we'll release it on amazon and itunes and you, you can pay 20 bucks for it and then two weeks it'll be on disney plus look how benevolent we are and be like yeah it, it's about the only way i'd watch it honestly at this point yeah I, i'm i wasn't gonna go cinema to see it but yeah i think like with that artemis file they might be looking at it going we're, we're look with these things are especially if they're i still think if they are looking at like these measures are in place in countries for the rest of the year they might be looking at the box office as a whole and just going right this year is just not gonna work um we've got to do but then everyone's been talking as well about the fact that people aren't going to the cinema the same um, independent movies and stuff have all been relaunching digitally and so on. This could be the, and we talked about it a little bit last week, the catalyst that changes the industry. Uh, it's not even last week. I was talking about that at the beginning of this podcast. Yeah. It's like the, the, the entire industry uh, has to change. It, it can't survive this the way it is and it has to adapt. Uh, and that's, that's both on the production end, like we've been talking about the last, you know, a little bit here, but it's also on the receiving end, which mm-hmm. is our ours and yeah, digital. We, 
they're going to be kicking and screaming the whole way because it, it's not where the cash cow is. But you can't go back to the way it was in the past. Now, the one thing that could maybe change all that is if uh, drive-in theaters start popping up all over. Because I hear that that industry is yeah. doing great because it's got the social distancing built yeah. right into it. Uh, you still get to see the movie. It's kind of a fun experience. Uh, I don't see it kind of having the revival that it did back in the golden age, though. I don't think as well as I don't know if like the the audio and all the rest of it doesn't quite match what it used to be. And I don't know. I've never done it because it's never really been a thing in the UK to do. Um, sitting there in the rain with your windscreen wipers going is not, doesn't really work. Uh, <laughs> I, it's a lot easier in a, in a, it's a lot easier in a dry in the dry states. You know, I probably don't think drive-in movies. Maybe do they have them up north? Like um, I well, the only drive-in I've ever been to was actually in New Hampshire when I was living yeah. there, and I saw Monsters University and uh, the Lone Ranger as a double feature. Um, one of those was significantly better than the other, and I'll let people imagine which mm-hmm. one it was. Um, and it was a fun experience. It was it, it is New Hampshire, mm-hmm. which does get a, a decent amount of snowfall, a decent amount of rain, yeah. and it was they, they still are open. They still and this was before yeah. all of this, obviously, so that then it was more novelty value of being yeah. at a drive-in than, than anything else. So yeah, it can work. Um, yeah. You get I, much farther North than that. Maybe not, but yeah. I mean, I, I, I know when I was, I was traveling in Australia, um, there was a cinema in Broome in Western Australia and we stayed there and they had an out, it's like an outdoor cinema. So you had to, you went inside for, into like the lobby. And then when you went out into like, into like the back, you had the cinema on the on the screen, and you all had like deck chairs, and we just, just sat there watching. I remember watching like rush. It was like rush hour two or three, and surfs up because I went t- two nights running because there wasn't much to do in this tiny little Australian town, and it was like weird. It was just like sitting there outside, and the planes going over, and you're like, this is a bit weird. <laughs> so um, it is that kind of weird thing. I think just things are just going to have to change, and things are going to have to move. And but as a whole, yeah, it's all going to be a bit weird. But luckily. I've got to be honest, I think Disney Plus launching this week in Europe is going to be a godsend for in terms of a revenue boost for them. And Disney Plus is about is definitely going to be having a boost from all this. I mean, you look at like, you know, like HBO Max and the launch of Peacock and all the rest of it. Um, is this going to affect them getting into the game? Are they going to be holding stuff back? Are they going to have to launch with less content? Um, but Disney Plus are very much in the position of already being the new boy and also being the one in Europe. Um, a lot of calls for them to release it in like Latin America. I think some of the social media accounts have started to kind of warm up. But yeah, I think is you know, I don't think Disney really could have picked a better time to launch this week than the two days or a few days after we start going into lockdown. Yeah, and they're actually even if if um HBO Max or or Peacock were coming out at the same time it's not quite the same because Disney does focus on uh, the younger audience, you know, but yeah. whether you consider that a good thing or a bad thing, check out last week when we yeah. talked about that in a bit more depth, but with a lot of people having their kids stuck at home, uh, Disney plus is, is right there. It's yeah. the distraction box for eight hours. Well, apparently um, the, the stats came out. I think it was like 50% of um, Americans with children I've got Disney Plus, uh, 55, yeah, and like, there's a big percentage of who's got it, but for families, Disney Plus has just become just bang, straight on, and uh, there's a lot of people now looking at it going, they've, 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 this thing has got a market, 
and it's got a, a section of the audience that the other ones aren't appealing to in the same way. Um, and they have managed to be very successful because they've picked that market. I know last week we got a lot of flack in the comments and stuff and things of, you can't be like, no, read, can you go past just the title? <laughs> just like, I'm going, it can it be too friendly. You know, we went into that quite a bit, but you know, there is that thing of there has been advantages to it. But like we say, you know, they, things like Onward and all the rest of it are all going to help towards just being family friendly, really. And can't really go much beyond that. Um, last thing, really, before we go off is Disney Insider, the brand new series that launched this Friday on Disney Plus. I did watch the new episode. Did you watch it? I did watch it. What did you think? I didn't think too much one way or another, honestly. So, yeah. uh, before we talk about yeah. the like what we thought of it, let's just explain what it is. Because um, it's it, it's not like The Mandalorian or something like yeah. that. And it's not like Imagineering Story. It's not like, um, heck, even One Day at Disney. No, it's, it's a promo series yeah. um, where they do some behind-the-scenes stuff. In this particular episode, they were doing American Idol. And I have to admit, I forgot American Idol was even still around or back yeah. around, as it were. Um, onward and what was this? This, this is uh, how Stargo, 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 Stargo. That's right. Um, but it's it's and we were talking about it last week. Yeah. Like maybe it'll be like DVD extras. Yeah. Uh, and and then I, I after we record, I was thinking, yeah, it's not going to be like DVD extras because most DVD extras are built around the idea that you've already watched the movie, yeah. uh, so they can do spoilers and they can do like this is how we did the great yeah. end battle at the end of End Game, and these are the CGI effects. Like, oh, but this is promo. This is trying to get you to go yeah. see the movie. But it wasn't even that. It was a little bit like mix of the two, wasn't it? It was because I don't even know what. Bit like yeah, onwards. I was like, she sort of mentioned, like, whoa, 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 don't men, don't ruin it for me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I love the final end battle in which blood. I'm like, what? Nope, oh, whoa, whoa, nope, whoa, whoa, stop. whoa, whoa, stop right there. <laughs> I will say though, I did enjoy the little bit where they were uh, they were doing the CGI pants um, yeah. and how they did the green screen to how how would pants without an actual body in them be moving around and how would it express itself because yeah. it can't speak it's got no hands yeah. to do the you know yeah ju- that was just really a, cool just a zipper <laughs> uh, uh, yeah don't use this um that that's not actually a thing just that's <laughs> I, I just just made it up, just like <laughs> what can you what can you do with pants i know that's about it <laughs> apparently it involves kicking and stomping a lot yeah. though yeah. but that that part was cool i really yeah. liked that part um that was fun it's a good how do people make things? And it, it's a reminder that yes, it is a digital movie made on computers, but there is a lot of physical side yeah. to it as well. Cause they also had storyboards, which were hand drawn, yeah. things like that. On the flip side, we had American Idol, which was basically here are the three judges. Uh, here's Alawani <laughs> resort. And I'm like, okay, what else you got for me? It's yeah. like, oh, I no, this the, is just Katy Perry talking for a little while. Yeah, I thought the Stargirl one was quite good because the, um, they were just sat there having a discussion about it, having a bit of a singer song. And it just, it felt quite in, like a, just a nice little interview. And I thought that was quite nice. It kind of felt like at least it was original and set for it. The American Idol thing, I did actually like the fact that it was kind of, I mean, kicking off with Katy Perry was quite a way of kicking off the series. Cause it's quite, you know, it wasn't like it was just anybody they just grabbed. I can't help but realize of just how much the Aluni, um, Aluni uh, Resort, uh, 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 yeah looks so much like the hong kong disneyland or disneyland explorer hotel that i stayed in back in december because the building looks almost identical to the way it's been built with and i'm there going i'm thinking it looks exactly like hong kong it was just like 
I am certain that's not an accident. No, because <laughs> it's right on the sea, and it's it, and we love that hotel. And they're going, oh, because I'm there thinking because we, you know, we, we we talked about it. Obviously, now there's no chance of going anywhere while I leave the country. But it's um, it's that thing of like, oh, that looks good, and it looks lovely, and the other blind. And I just thought, as a whole, the whole series. It's like this whole episode of going, okay, I see where you're going with this. I don't think this is bad. I think this is a lot better than One Day at Disney. It felt a little bit more um, mainstream. I mean, it's kind of reminded me of like what you might find on a Saturday morning or Saturday afternoon on like uh, when I was a kid. Of They're like promos, but not quite fully into too much of an advert. And if, I mean, we've got like, I think 24 episodes. This is running for six months. Um I think it's very cheap television for them to make because basically every single time they're filming something, you know, send the film crew down just to record them and vlog them for a, a little bit. Easy cheap TV to make, cheap TV to make, gives a behind the scene looks, also promotes what's on Disney, promotes what's at the cinema, promotes ABC shows, Hulu shows, new video games, new comics. They are going to, this is just a one big plug point. Whether or not it brings, I don't think it's going to bring in huge amounts of viewers, but it's cheap filler. And I, but I look at this as cheap filler and go, well, actually, I don't think a 20 minute, 17, 20 minute show and different things are going to appeal to different people. But I thought, this feels, I, I like this more than the one day at Disney, like three to four minutes short. I like it. And it's a little bit more meaty. It is a little more meaty. There is no connection between the three, so yeah. it could feel like they could have released them as, as little five-minute bites each. Um, but it's perfectly fine that they didn't. I can yeah. see why they didn't. Uh, another thing that occurred to me while you were talking there is we were, we were mentioning you know a whole bunch of back catalog stuff yeah. coming in. They could conceivably put uh, you know old documentary or old behind-the-scenes stuff from those, and they'd be like, yeah. uh, hey, we're putting... Uh, I know it's already on there, but let, yeah. I'm going to use an example. Toy Story. We're putting the first yeah. Toy Story on. Here is a scene of them jumping down the halls with cardboard tape to their feet to simulate what the soldiers would look yeah. like when they were walking. And there, yeah. there you go. You've got uh, a five-minute short already made. Just just yeah, push it I right mean, in there. But also, so, like I said, like an interview. They can do quite interviews with mm -hmm. like, celebrities and people that worked on those things and just do like... Oh, this is how we made this show, and just have, they can do a ten-minute interview, and that's it, and that fills as well. So it'll be interesting to see how this was goes. Twenty-four episodes, we'll see us pretty much right through to the end of the year. Um, yeah, I, 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 I might be more inclined to watch this. I haven't. Watched, I was talking about this with Jeremy, one of the reviewers on the site. I've not really watched One Day at Disney since December, since it kind of came out. This one's gonna very much, I think, depend on what's being told that week. I did find it, like I said, I did find it strange that it wasn't mentioned in any of the lineup for April. And I do wonder if they've had to um, make some adjustments to the episodes. Because say, for example, like there's a scene coming up maybe in next week's episode about Mulan. Uh, maybe they've been like, well, you've got to take the Mulan bit out and shift them around a bit and shift up what they're doing because it would have been maybe going, it's coming out in theatres. You'd have had the Black Widow bits coming up in april you'd have had maybe new mutants there could have been stuff about um tv series that are happening and you know um artemis Fowl. you know it's all going to be tying into all of them and you've got to think that they've got to start doing some editing to take those words out so they didn't, mean, they didn't want to put up the descriptions because everything's moving around a bit that was my gut reaction of looking at it it might not be that case it just seemed a bit odd because i did 
asked Disney when they sent it to me like for clarification about it and didn't hear anything back. So I'm assuming that's what um, it probably is. It would make sense, wouldn't it? That's my assumption. Yeah. It's, it's the thing that makes the most sense because uh, if they're releasing something on a date, like the, okay, the end of the month, they're, they're releasing yeah. something on March 27th. Yeah. That video that they created has already been done for, for yeah. weeks, if not months before that release yeah. point. Uh, so the stuff that's in April conceivably would already be done. And the only yeah. reason you wouldn't announce it is because you have to go back and change it. Yeah. Or just, you just, and it's like, in some ways it's not even just, it's literally take that section out put that in the front move another one in change the, and then they've got to change the credits because i mean even other than the, the transitions and the bit at the beginning they would have to redo those bits but um they're just gonna have to i just imagine that's why they've done it it's, it just seemed odd that there's been not a lot of talk about this series but i imagine it's all like moving around each week but i think that pretty much wraps up all the news we've had quite a bit this week um which i'm very very glad a lot, of, a lot of good news a lot of weird news a lot of bad news but kind of all interconnected with one kind of one thing going right through all of them really <laughs> one issue but nevertheless again big thank you to all of our patrons for helping support the, um, the podcast really does help especially at the minute of keeping this podcast going um again you can find all the details over at what's on disney plus.com join our facebook group i'm just shy of 125,000 members so um, definitely join in there and join in all the discussion. A lot going on at the minute. We're trying to keep it upbeat and trying to kind of let everyone have a bit of fun in there at the minute. And yeah, find us on social media, etc. And we shall see you guys in another episode. Later. Later. Wash your hands. Stay safe. <laughs> yeah. Stay at home, watch some Disney Plus as much as you can and wash your hands. That's going to be the new one. Right. On that note, laters.